Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, a podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world and the world needs to deal with it. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. I don't know what it was like over there yesterday, but um, over here, man, it was overcast all day. Cool. It was just one of those lazy ass days. It was like, oh, this is nice. It fucking, I went to the store, like to the grocery store and my wife, I called my wife every time I go to the grocery store, I got to call my wife, you know, I'm forgetting something or whatever. And she goes, drive safe when you get back. And I go, okay, why? And she's like, it's raining. And I go, oh, I was too far in the store. <laughs> and, um. She should, said, hear, should, have, should have said, why should today be any different? <laughs> <laughs> right. Arizona has, it doesn't rain here often. So when it is raining, if you're in public, everyone will talk about it. Like everyone will start going, did you see the rain? It's raining outside. It's raining really hard outside. Blah, blah, blah. But when I hear people going, it's raining, it's like sprinkling out. These people <laughs> act like fucking acid is falling from the sky. <laughs> no, it was raining, raining. Like, remember that? Like, remember everything's that bu- gray kind of raining. <laughs> <laughs> remember when BuzzFeed did that video of when it rains in LA? You know, and it was like yeah. everybody freaks out hiding under the desk, people crying in the corners. It was, it was funny because I, I, I was by myself and I, I'm walking out. And typical of Arizona too, everyone's under the awning. They don't want to go out in the rain. <laughs> so they're waiting. And I'm, I'm, fuck you. I'm not doing that. So I'm, I walk outside. And it's so funny because everybody had a tone where they're kind of like, golly, it's raining really hard. Like real innocent fucking Pleasantville type shit. Right. And here comes me walking out like, Jesus fucking Christ, <laughs> pouring out here. And I fucking, I tied all my bags. And I just picked him up and I walked out. And it's funny because as soon as I walked out, I could hear a hush in the crowd. Like, Let's see what happens to him. He just went in the water, you know. And my wife tells me, you're going to get sick. And I go, no, you get sick if you get rained on. I don't. That's my superpower, okay? <laughs> if I got sick every time I got rained on, I would have died a long time ago. <laughs> and um, But it was pouring out. Like, I was, I was pretty wet <laughs> when I got to the van. And... Um, like, and not in a good way. You feel. <laughs> That's where you go, like you like fuck this shit. You take off your shirt. You start taking, you're walking out in your yeah. boxes and shit. And you got a Hulkamania <laughs> rip that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking. But then you know, do that fucking it, brave heart scream before you charge out into the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom! <laughs> it fucking it was pouring for a solid thirty minutes, which is crazy. <laughs> Like this, this summer has been a really wet summer here. Like there was a period for, for maybe like two weeks where it rained almost every night. As soon as the sun went down, it just started pouring. And I was like, what the fuck? This global warming is kind of working out, I guess (laughs) for me. (laughs) Not really because it's making it humid and hot. Uh, It's nice when it's raining, when it stops raining, you're like, fuck me. Yeah. The other day I went, um, I started taking up walking again, doing my walks again. So, um, you know, basically going like three miles a day, you know, mm-hmm. just get some exercise in there. And um, it was the first day that it was like patchy clouds. So it was like 70 something degrees. I was like, oh, it's a good, good day for that. So I go and walk, I go walk off and I pass these guys working on the cable wires out um, down the street. And then I go into the little residential neighborhood that I go to. And as I'm coming back, I'm like going, smell moisture in the air 
And then I kind of turn around behind me and towards the mountains, I see like these dark clouds um, over there, over there by like, you know, like kind of Northridge, Chatsworth, that kind of stuff. So I was already kind of like, oh shit. I was like, and I looked and I go, oh, I think I see rain coming down somewhere over there because I know it was raining out this way. So I start walking home and then um, I get like two blocks from my house and I start to pass the guys with the cables. All of a sudden I hear, and it was loud enough that it actually overpowered my earbuds and I stopped and turned around and the other guys look up and they're like, and I hear the guy go, okay, I think we need to start hurrying up now because <laughs> they're still doing the wires and they're still putting it to the power box and stuff like that. Like, I think we be, we better get this going now. It's getting kind of close, um, <laughs> but it stayed mostly to that side. So we didn't get any rain over here, but it was, it was actually kind of funny because it was like, oh shit, that rumbling of thunder. Damn. Um, thinking like better get my ass home before it rains because that'll be the last thing that I have. Then I get fucking I get home from the store, and I I park in the driveway because of my new house, and I'm like, oh, can I get in the rain again? I'm like, oh, I have a fucking garage, and I press the button, <laughs> and um, I go cool, and I cruise into the garage. My wife gets mad. She's like, you got the garage all wet. I'm like, rain. It's a fucking garage. <laughs> There's, some, like, there's, a reason, the there's a reason why yeah. there's cement on the bottom. like Right. So I come in and she goes, it's raining pretty hot, huh? And I go, raining pretty hot? Somebody pissed fucking Thor off out there. <laughs> it's fucking pouring. I was like, Jesus. And I said, it's not because she was like, oh, you need to get out of those clothes. I'm like, it's not cold. It's still Arizona. Like, it's right. a warm rain. Right. You know, so it's it's fine. Um, but yeah, she was all mad because I came in. And, you know, typical me, I just kick my shoes on the wall and then I walk in, you know, like, <laughs> fuck it. We'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm like, there's no mat. What do you want me to do? Stand outside and dry? <laughs> um, Kids, get one of the hair dryers. <laughs> Sit there just like <laughs> on you while you're standing there. I go, I hope, I hope this Kool-Aid and ramen noodles you sent me to the store for was worth it because I almost <laughs> died three times. These people can't drive for shit. Well, if you just left the ramen out there, all you have to do is just heat it up while it's falling I into the thing. I actually said that. I said I should have opened a pack of ramen by the time I got to the car. You cooked. I could have <laughs> ate it in the car. Oh, man. Uh, so what did you do this week? So this week, um, I started playing Castlevania, the original NES one. Um, I realized I never really played it when I was younger. Um, I, I don't know vague, why. I have vague memories of it. Like that's that's about as much as I remember of it. Like I've never played it, and I've never really played Mega Man either. And it was I was kind of laughing about it the other day, or like a couple weeks ago, because I love. There's a genre of video game called Metrovania, because <laughs> these Mega Man and Castlevania created the whole genre of get. Well, they made them popular anyway. The whole side-scrolling, right? Really hard game. You have to mm. kind of keep doing it. Um. So I was like, well, fuck it. Mega Man, I've tried Mega Man before. Mega Man's fucking hard. Like, I don't I don't know why. I always have a problem with Mega Man. <laughs> but I was like, let me do Castlevania because I bought um the Castlevania collection for the Switch. So I have it comes with fucking a ridiculous. Let me pull up right now. Um it's really fucking cool because it comes with the Ca- Castlevania Anniversary Collection. So it comes with the original Castlevania, the three that are on the NES. So Castlevania, Simon's Quest, and Dracula's Curse. 
that comes with the Super Castlevania 4 from Super Nintendo, Castlevania The Adventure for the Game Boy, which that game is horrible, but <laughs> soundtrack's fire. Um, <laughs> Castlevania 2 Belmont's Revenge for the Game Boy. I haven't played that one. Castlevania Bloodlines for the Genesis and um, Kid Dracula, which is a game that never um, – it's nothing like Castlevania. It's very kitty, but it, it never released in the United States until its collection. Um they don't have the PlayStation one for obvious reasons. Sony likes to hold on to their shit, whatever. Um, cause that's supposed to be like the greatest Castlevania game out of all this Castlevania, something of night shadow of night, or I don't know. It's the one <laughs> from PlayStation one. I have it confirmed unconfirmed. You know what I mean? But right, right. you know, <laughs> um, so I'm playing, I'm playing Castlevania and, and, uh, it took me a minute because it's it's not just Castlevania. It's just NES games. Like games back then, the timing was different. Like it wasn't as forgiving as it is now. You know, you had to – you couldn't do it the way you wanted to do it. You had to do it the way the game is intending you to do it. Right. And um, I got I got pretty good at it and I'm having a good time. But I got up to like I think stage 11, which is pretty far in the game. And I'm, I'm fucking – I cannot pass the stage. <laughs> like every time I try, I get a little bit better. All oh, right. Um, and the cool thing about old castle, I thought it was just the collection, but I guess Castlevania on the NES is like this too. Unlimited continues. Oh. So you could just, it knows you're going to die a million times. There's all, I guess there, there's only one, one game in that genre back in the day that it was one of the ninja games. I think it was, I think it was Shinobi or something. One of them that, that said you only have four continues and everyone was <laughs> mad about it. Um, having a good time. That's fun. Um, I've been gaming a lot, but mostly retro games. Nice. I, have, I haven't been. The new games aren't tickling my fancy lately. There's too much investment that I have to have. Like you can't just, you can't just pick up a new game and play it. Yeah. That's one like, of the, that's that, that is one of the problems with some of these games. Like one of our, remember one of our early uh, complaints about um, LA Noir, like you couldn't just yeah. pick it up and play it. You, you had to fucking invest a whole and fucking got, day into it. I, I like the last, the last newer game I was playing was Assassin's Creed origins. Right. And that's not a brand new game, but it's, it's new. It's only a couple years old and it's like, Here's this open world. It's beautiful. The game's great. The the voice, everything's great. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. But it's 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 this like systems that are designed to waste your time because the game has to be long for some reason. The game doesn't have to be long. It just has to be good. You know what I mean? Like Castlevania. Castlevania is not a very long game, but it's challenging, so it's a long game because it's gonna take you a minute. Well, that that was that's one of the things. That's one of the things. It's like the games were hard. So right. that's why it didn't have to be so long because most of the time, you know, if you played long enough, you'd actually be able to get through it. So I'm, uh, I'm enjoying that. Other than that, I, I was, um, I've been testing some stuff for when I'm going to buy, a, um, you can buy like a Optiplex like computer with an i5 for like 60 bucks. And I was going to buy one off of eBay eventually and turn it into like a, like an emulation, um, a retro emulation console. And I've been messing around with software options because there's a few different options that you can do it with and having a good time with that, just tweaking stuff and making it look cool and just figuring out how it works. And like today, I got the Dreamcast emulator to work. 
because it wasn't working because I didn't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> and I got that to work. I, I can't get the original Xbox emulator. It's so for some reason that console is so fucking complicated. Like it's like why? Well, it's Microsoft. Like, what do you expect? I know. Um, and then uh, I need F's in the chat for my power adapter for my Sega Genesis. So yeah, what did you do I, there? <laughs> so we we just recently moved. So I had some of my classic consoles set up, but they weren't plugged in. They were just there. Hmm. And I was like, well, let me plug these bitches in. You know what I mean? So I plugged in the Super Nintendo and I plugged in the Sega Genesis. I tested that they worked real quick because I, I always do. And then I just turned it off and I forgot about it. So but I went to – I was cleaning out my closet um, and um, I was like, what's that smell? Ooh. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> this went back to what I was doing. But then it, it was bothering me and then it kind of registered that it was melting plastic. And I was like – uh oh, something's melt, something's burning. But I come out in the room, nothing, nothing visual, you know. Right. So I'm following my nose, like fucking Toucan Sam shit, and it it led to the the Sega, the Sega branded from 1989 power brick uh, that yeah. I have, and um I um it was hotter than a son of a bitch. Like I think if 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 I would have um left it, it might have it might have started to at least just melt right. all over itself. Um, I was like, oh, shit. So I unplugged it. <laughs> I cut off the cord. Once it cooled down, I cut off the cord and I cut the prongs off. So now it's just like a cool Sega brick. I don't know why <laughs> I did that. Um, and then I went online and I found you can buy a replacement brick that will work for either the the Genesis no matter what the generation or um, the Super Nintendo, so I'm like, it's like ten bucks. I'm like, I think I'm gonna buy one for each because the mm -hmm. other one's a Nintendo one too. And I'm like, let's just upgrade the the cables, you know what I mean, right. and make sure that <laughs> I have shit that isn't gonna break on me. <laughs> um, but the uh, yeah, so the Sega Genesis is it's not working currently. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Super Nintendo's looking at it like, hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Nintendo turns to you and goes, <laughs> <laughs> But then I found, oh, no, the Nintendo turns to the Sega. Uh, what can Sega do that Nintendo, bitch? <laughs> oh, I know, melt. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I did find, though, is I, um, my, I had two, for my PlayStation 1, I had two cables to connect to the TV. I had the red, white, and yellow, which are like the worst cables. <laughs> and then I had one that was just an S video. I didn't know I had this one. I must have gotten it and forgot about it. And my new, well, not new to me, but I have a 42 inch Sony TV. It's <laughs> like a 42 inch dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's from like um, probably 2009, you know, but it's a Sony TV. So right. it has like all the fucking hookups in the back and it has s video so i plugged it in and i officially upgraded my ps1 from my 13 inch crt tv to my regular tv because nice. it looks crispy with that s video <laughs> nice. i was playing a, playing a little uh fucking twisted metal yesterday that's what tearing i tearing it up when i that that was one of these before like hd and stuff like that you know you had the little s video cables 
I was I would do that for like our like DVD players and stuff like that. I use the S video cable. Well, S video is the best analog signal you can get. Um, and then there's also I think they call it SCART, but that's that's in the UK, like in Europe. That's their S video, mm. and it is a little better than S video, but it's not an option here, so it's relevant um, to us. No offense, guys. <laughs> I want some fucking get weird those retro email, video those... game enthusiast in the UK fucking sending me hate mail. Start getting those emails. Like, oh, fuck <laughs> <Right>. you. <laughs> fuck you, bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I, I've looked at like upscalers and all, and I'm just like, it's fine. You know, it's it's fine. <laughs> it looks fine. It, it doesn't need to go to be that serious. But like, look, uh, I found this table. It's 1080p. Look at that. It's like it's like a totally different game. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the PlayStation One is starting to show its age, though, because it's one of the first ones off the assembly line, mm-hmm. and um, well, like the first gen or whatever. Right. And um, I was like, ah, oh, this laser is going to go out soon. I know it. Stupid disc systems. I fucking hate disc systems because you're just waiting for them to break. Mm-hmm. And um, I found out you can for like twenty five bucks you can buy a replacement. It's the whole laser assembly with the motor. Oh shit! And I was like, okay, I don't really care now. So, because um, that's why my I have an original Xbox that's up in the closet because I'm afraid to use it <laughs> because it, as soon as it breaks, it's done. And yeah. I tried to fucking crack that one. You're, I got the um, the BIOS modded on it mm-hmm. so I can like install um, games. I can I can actually if I hook it up to the internet because it has a, a a LAN port on the back of it. All right. I can fucking I can move game files to it, but the next step was to upgrade the fucking hard drive, and I bought all the hardware for it, but it won't let me do it. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing wrong, and I just got frustrated and put it back. <laughs> I was like, whatever. Well, that's but like- if I could do that, it's we're fucking golden because I can just upload my entire collection of Xbox games onto the hard drive and then, you know, it works fine. But finding a fucking controller for that, like no one cares about that system. And finding a controller for that system is a bitch. Well, let's be honest. Nobody cared about that system when it was still a system. Even though it was technically more powerful than the fucking PS2, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's also the spiritual successor of the Dreamcast. A lot of people consider it the Dreamcast 2. Um, which is just wishful thinking from Sega fans, really. <laughs> I'm not crying. It was the Dreamcast too, man. <laughs> How, what did you get up to this week? Um, well, for me, it, um, so I got to finally see Clerks 3. Um, really was surprised by the movie. Um, and also really surprised how emotional it was. Like the actors, Randall and Dante, like I was like really surprised on their performances. Like there were some really heavy emotional performances totally ended in a way that I was like, oh, fuck. They did that. He did that. Okay. Um, so uh, really enjoyed it. The, it was cool because in a lot of ways, this was Kevin Smith ending the clerk's chapter. Um, and... Uh, and uh, I mean, if some of you, I don't know if you got, if any of you have seen the trailers for it, but basically Randall is Kevin Smith in this one. He has a heart attack and mm-hmm. finds out he, you know, he was, you know, almost dead. And then um, 
decides that he hasn't done anything with his life and feels kind of depressed about it. So, you know, between him and Dante, they they talk about and Randall goes, I could make a movie about us, about this. He's, he, for, he says it's my life. And um, so he wants to do it, a movie basically making clerks is what he, he wants to do. And so they start talking about some of the stuff that they had done. And um, so it was, it's really cool. It really serves on the nostalgia factor because of the fact that a lot of the old actors from the original clerks are in this as them yeah. again, which was great. The chick that played Veronica, um, even Scott Mosier came in to do his little cameo of that's beautiful, man, you know, <laughs> um, and um, so he gets a lot of, because they said like, well, who are you going to get to play some of these? And he goes, play some of them younger. He goes, most of these people still come to this fucking store. So he's just going to use them. He gets a Chulies guy from the first film and stuff like that. So it was really cool to see that. Um, and uh, uh, of course, you know, there's a Kevin Smith released a little bit. A trailer where it was the auditions for the movie. So that's where all the cameos are. Um, mm-hmm. And you have, uh, what was it? Ben Affleck playing Boston John. And he's like this just total Boston dude. He's like, hey, you know what? You really should try it this way. You know what this this movie kind of needs? You know, he's that guy. Um, yeah. Uh, Ralph Garman's in there. Of course, he does impressions. Um, the, um, oh God. He was the the black, he was in Dave, the Dave Chappelle show. He was the short bald-headed guy. They, he was like in the, he was always like ashy. He played that character. Oh, the Ashley. one who said the line, I'm rich. I'm yeah. Rich, I'm rich, bitch. Yeah. yeah. He w- he did a little bit in there. And it was it was actually pretty hilarious with us doing the cameos. The chick that played Supergirl. Uh she did a she did a cameo in there. And um the guy that played Mon Allen Supergirl, who's her real life husband, uh, did a cameo in there. And I, I was thinking, I go, wow, I didn't realize they bonded so well. Cause you cause when I hear the stories of him on Supergirl, it talks about him and Melissa Benos. And, you know, uh, and I was kind of really surprised that, like, they he they knew her well enough that she came in. And, of course, we, she- I'm sorry, but we've all heard that, like, Kevin Smith is one of those people that everyone's his best friend. Like, every yeah. time someone meets him. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And he has, like, that kind of personality. Yeah. And it showed in this one because, like, she's they're all auditioning with the I'm not even supposed to be here today line. And, uh, and she does, she's like, have, you know, I was a drama student and graduated NYU. So I've done like real, like, you know, some theater and stuff. Have you thought about doing a musical on this? And she's like, hold on, just, just hear me out. Like, uh, so it was actually kind of cool seeing that. And then, um, and, and just, you know, there was some different turns that I was totally kind of surprised that they did. Um, so it was actually really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Um, because I've been reading people that went and saw, you know he did his road show with the with clerks, and a lot of people that said that they saw it they go, they loved it. They were super surprised on how emotional it was and how emotional it impacted them. It even kind of surprised me on how emotionally invested I was. Like, oh shit, like this is this is kind of trippy. So, you know, um, it was it was actually really cool that uh, that he did it this way, kind of almost tying it up, and um. Actually, not kind of. He really tied it up in this one, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I really thought it was, um, it was well done. I, it was, it kind of felt less, um, less buffoony that we see like 
the Jay and Silent Bob reboot and all that stuff. Like more on a Chasing Amy kind of tone. A little bit of Chasing, like some of the serious tones of that, but it kind of felt like he got back to his indie roots for a second, you know, and, and, uh, and so, and he kind of got his original ending from Clerks. And, um, so it it was really kind of cool to see that was like, whoa, okay. Like that really kind of just like surprised me and impressed me. And, um, um, I thought it was actually really, you know, really, really good. I was really impressed with it. I'm probably going to give it another watch over again, but I, I, yeah, I, de- need, I need to see it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. It was, it was really cool. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and, um, another thing is, is I moved the podcasts to another hosting company because so with the hosting company, you know, we used anchor cause it was free and I didn't want right. to go back there, but I did it anyway. So, cause it was free. But as I was kind of annoyed with just being on Anchor again, I actually found another one that has a free tier. But the cool thing with them is that it's like, we'll give you the free space that Anchor does, but we'll give you a lot of the features that Transistor does, which I really liked. Mm -hmm. So they go, okay, you can get unlimited hosting, you know, no caps, you know, all this stuff, you get the analytics, you get all this stuff and it's free. If you want to go ahead, you can do a paid option for, I think it's 15 bucks a month still. But with 15 bucks a month, you can get the, you can get advertisers, sponsors, that kind of stuff. So you can make ad revenue. And I thought, oh, that's kind of cool. So I really kind of checked into a little bit more. And yeah. And the cool thing is, is like I said, it has all the great things about Transistor. Like I don't have to have the one thing that I hated about Anchor is with each different podcast, you had to make a separate account. You couldn't do it all under one. And that was annoying. Um, so I had like emails for the Lazy Geeks and for the Away team and then my shows. And it was just like, oh, this is so fucking annoying. But Transistor allowed you to upload, create as many shows as you want on one account and then toggle between them. And that's what um, ACAST does. And um, it it does the same thing. And you can even, when you look at your downloads, you can even do downloads by everything. And you can see all your shows and see how many sh- um, each show is downloaded on one screen instead of like, toggling between screens and stuff like that um it's not so much of a learning curve um because i've always told people if if you're doing a podcast go to you know and you're really not sure if you want to do it go to anchor yeah go ahead try anchor the reason i hate anchor so much is because it is owned by spotify but the biggest problem is their bare bone shit on everything and Mm -hmm. it's super annoying it's just it's very clunky. They've made, they make these like upgrades, but all the upgrades do is make things a little harder. So it's kind of like, what, what are you doing? Like, I don't, I don't get this. And I always hate it. <laughs> I hated the thought of going back to them. And we were on them for like about a couple months until I found ACAST. And when I heard it was, they said, oh yeah, free. And I was like, yeah, is this anything like Podbean where they're like, oh, we're free, but you can only upload like five minutes worth of a show. Right. And, you know, and so I read it and I went through everything and I even co- chatted with somebody on there and it was like, no, 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 it's free. If you want sponsorship and you want extra stuff, bells and whistles, you can, you can pay on there. And the one thing that I really like about the paying option is there you have an annual option. If you decide to pay for a full year, you can pay for a full year, which I've always like, why don't more companies do that? Yeah, it's just easier. Yeah. You know, because I know some companies are like, well, if we, you know, you know, we leave it open so they can, you know, if they change their rates, 
there's some companies that have the same rate that they've had for the last 10 years. And it's like, they haven't gone up and they still don't offer a full year payment option. It's like, it's like, come on guys. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so moved it over there. Easy to move over there. Got everything all situated a little, I got, you're able to, you know, play around with their stuff a little bit more. So, um, I liked it. It's, it's, everything's moved over there now. So I can finally ditch all the anchor stuff and hopefully stay with these guys. So, and then maybe later on, you know, if, you know, things really go well and we want to monetize the shit out of this. We can go ahead and start paying up on it. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much been my week. Um, so Angela Lansbury, rest in peace. I know, you know, it's crazy because at first I was like, oh, I didn't realize how old she was. I'm like, yes, I did. (laughs) She was, she was old when I was a kid. Well, well, the thing is, is that I saw her first performance when she was 19. She's kind of pretty hot. When she was oh, like, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I've never seen, I only remember from Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, well, that's how most people, I even remember her from Murder, She Wrote. Um, but uh, it was. My grandmother loved that fucking show. Oh, my parents loved Murder, She Wrote. Uh, I, I, I got into it too. Uh, it wasn't a bad show. No, no. Yeah. Um, it was funny because one of the TV channels here, was it Cozy? I think it was Cozy. Um, after she died, they just ran like a two day marathon of Murder, She Wrote. Nice. Um, and because um, I looked and I'm like, hey, emergency is supposed to be. Oh, murder. She wrote. Ah, I'll leave it on there. Um, but. Uh, yeah. So I because they show. Yeah. She started when she was 19 and she played this maid who in the movie sounded kind of interesting. and I never caught the title, but the movie was about a guy who was married to this woman and he's manipulating her in a way to make her think she's going insane. And to make her think that he's having an affair with the maid who's played by Angela Lansbury when she was 19. And they showed her and I was like, you could still tell it's her like the the cheeks and everything like that. But I was like going, damn, I'd smash that. Like, (laughs) Jesus, rest in peace. (laughs) But, uh, but yeah. I'm looking up a photo though. (laughs) But then, um, but yeah, I remember her from Murder, She Wrote, but I remember seeing her in um, uh, The Manchurian Candidate. Um, And I think she, wasn't she in like, I want, wasn't she in uh, Mary Poppins? I want to say she was in Mary Poppins, but I'm not sure. But yeah, you know, so I was really kind of like, like I knew she was old, but I was like going, I didn't realize she was that old, but at the same time, I was kind of like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah, she's she's definitely one of those like TV legends, you know, that, yeah. you know, everybody knows. Like everybody knows who fucking, you might not know her name, but you know her. You know and, what I mean? You know, if you love Disney, you know she was the teapot in, you know, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Too. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah, you, you know, she was, she's in all that, you know, she, something you like has her in it at some point. Um, and if not, you're a soulless bastard. You exactly. know what I mean? And you need Jesus is really what we're trying to say. <laughs> you need to come to terms with coming to Jesus. That's what you need to do. <laughs> I, I said, I, I think I sent you that video where, or on TikTok where that, Lady was carrying her dog, and she, her head bumps into the uh, the stair, uh, like the the beam for the stairwell, and it's just like boom. And then all of a sudden, here it's it's just the boom. Yeah, yeah. I fell out. Dude, Damn, for real. I, I I 
I watched that and it I literally kept watching it over and over again. It kept making me cry. <laughs> and today I was just there's you know, it's the little shit that pisses you off. So there's a lot yeah. of little shit today that was pissing me off. And I'm sitting on the couch just kind of stealing. And then I go, wait, I like that video. And then I put on, made me start cracking. I was like, okay, I'm better now. Like, <laughs> just, Sometimes that's all you need, you know? A good, just like, boom. felt <laughs> <laughs> like taking my hat off. I was, like, oh, right. <laughs> it's like, was it weird that I immediately did the sign of the cross when I heard that? <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, uh oh. <laughs> my dog started throwing water on, like, uh, spraying water on the floor. I was like, okay, I think. <laughs> um so last week we talked about i think it was last week we talked about cavill coming back to uh to um uh the dc Mm -hmm. (laughs) the dc um the dc DC. it's like the twitter and the instagram (laughs) um uh so an article came out and um it was they basically took an interview that The Rock gave and totally manipulated it. No, just kidding. Um, oh. <laughs> they, uh, because, you know, The Rock's out there, you know, promoting Black Adam. So he, they actually asked him about Superman. And he said, he goes, well, he goes, yeah, he goes, that was one of the big things that he wanted was to do a showdown with Superman. And basically kind of confirming that Superman's in it. Or actually, let me rephrase, Cavill is in it because Mm -hmm. he makes the comment that the old regime, he goes, the old regime was very messed up. He goes, part of them said no, part of them said yes. And we could see that. And we kind of heard that before where it was like some of them wanted to reboot and some of them like, no, 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 we want to bring Cavill back. He goes, but then now the new leadership is in and they said yes. And we've I've been hearing that from the beginning when Zaslov came on. They had said that he wants Cavill as Superman. And, and to him, he believes, and I agree, you need to firmly plant Superman first. In order to build this universe, you need to have Superman. Yeah. And um, so... Uh, it's, it's like, <laughs> I was talking to somebody about it, and they go, the, my, a buddy of mine, and I was saying the same thing, and he goes, I mean, you could make it based around some of the... I'm like, imagine, I go, I go, before you go any further, imagine DC Comics, the comic universe. Now remove Superman. And he goes, oh, I get it. <laughs> He's like, the Trinity are too important. Wonder Woman sometimes, you can, she doesn't need to be everywhere. Right. But Batman and Superman are like pillars of that fucking universe <laughs> right well it's like you and i said um way back when um before they announced bvs we were like you can't have justice league without superman and batman you have to have them first and they they did it but they added wonder woman into the mix too but uh you know that was kind of something we had said before is like you can't have this unless you have them first right. um but uh so he he said that in an interview which was cool and everybody was like oh sweet but um, there was a TikTok that I saw because I had heard that footage of the end credits had leaked online. Now, apparently, they've been having screenings and stuff like that um, for for uh, Black Adam. And they said that and one of the tweets that I read had come out saying that Superman is in only a couple of, like only like for like a minute or two in a post credit scene. 
Now a couple yeah, of people, it's probably a, they meet up yeah, or something and, like and, that. And uh, you know, everybody's over like I don't give a fuck. You know, as you know, as long as cuz it, cuz it's him being there is affirming that the the people who are currently in charge these new cats are not just going to throw it all away. Right. You know, they're going to keep what was working. I don't I don't know if they'll keep what's his name is Batman though, but he came back for the Flash flick, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and apparently now for the Aquaman thing. So um, and it could be because maybe the new regime got to him and there's this like going, Hey, you know what? Well, we also know that he, um, uh, fuck, who's doing Batman? I keep Affleck. Yeah. Your Affleck, boy. Thank you. Your boy. <laughs> My boy Affleck. I apologize. Um, <laughs> you hear he, a knock on your door and he's standing there going, really? <laughs> he's like, really bro? Oh shit. Um, he, uh, he left because of some creative differences and stuff. Cause he's, you know, involved in the directing part so maybe the new people are like hey you can do whatever you want yeah you know because he was a fucking badass batman i don't give a fuck what anybody says yeah i liked him as i thought he was a, he was one of the few that was actually i think i mean to be honest he was a better batman than bruce wayne i agree uh, but it was like the first time we actually had we've had a lot but, of people that are good as, as as bruce wayne but not so much as batman well the reason why and there's a but the reason why I didn't care is because there's a reason why he's a better Batman than Bruce Wayne because at his stage in his life that's how it was in the comic too yeah because as as Bruce Wayne gets older he's a shitty Bruce Wayne and he's a better Batman <laughs> <laughs> you know so it, it's um you know they always say that the costume is Bruce Wayne not right. Batman with that character so but um, um but but anyway um so. If you if you don't want to hear this little spoiler, then you may want to skip over like a minute or two. Um, but basically, I'm going to kind of explain kind of what the post credit scene that I saw. So it looked legit. Uh, it was a the- movie theater. You saw a big screen, and it was Black Adam came down, and um, he was. I can't. I can't describe. It was just like this, almost like a cavern, but with like storm clouds and stuff like that. Very ominous. Oh, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, a holographic Amanda Waller, same Amanda Waller that's been on all the uh, DC stuff comes up and basically tells him, you know, I know you've been out there doing stuff, but I need you to work for me. And she's, he's like, you know, bitch, I don't work for nobody. And she's like, well, if you don't, I'm going to have to make you. And of course he's like, <laughs> You know, there's no one on this or on this planet that can make me. And she's like, well, I'm calling in a favor. And then, you know, he he glides down and he's like, it's been a long time since I've been. <laughs> <laughs> now, somebody said and I did, couldn't hear the music, um, but I start when people I heard people in the background going, no, no, no. No. And then you see the suit come in, they're like, oh shit. And then you see Cavill's face, and everybody's like, oh, you like, people start screaming. And um, they're I, all crying and hugging each I know. other. <laughs> it's like, I saw somebody laying in the fetal position in their own urine. Like, it was like insane, like how people were reacting, you know? Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> What's one I'm, person? I'm, I'm what, there in the corner just convulsing. <laughs> one person ripped off their clothes and just like ran out of the theater. It was just like, what the fuck? Mass hysteria. <laughs> but Mass. Um, in the tweet, it said that there was a, um, they said that it's his arrival is played to the melody of John Williams' score. Now, I don't know if that's true because I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't hear the music, but mm-hmm. 
you know, will, uh, you know, it, so far from what I've seen, what I've seen from that tweet and from that video, and I went back on my TikTok to see to try to find it again. It looks like it might have been like, hey, motherfucker, you need to delete that shit. Um, so you need to delete that shit, dog. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock showed up at their fucking house saying, "Yo, you need to delete that." <laughs> like, yes, Mister Rock, I'll delete that right now. Right. It's like I'm, I can actually beat you up. It's not just movie muscles, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to chill. See this hand. And see your body. Like, do you even think? It's like, no, it's delete. I deleted my whole TikTok app. I just, I, I, in fact, I'm destroying <laughs> I threw my the phone out. I, 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 I deleted the cloud. I mean, in fact, I'm destroying my phone right now. Like, I sold my house. I bought a cabin in the woods, but we don't even have electricity out there. <laughs> don't, even, don't even worry about it, Mr. Rock. I apologize. <laughs> I burnt all my clothes. I'm living on a lowing cloth in the middle of the mountains, you know. It's like, listen, mistakes were made, okay? And <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go dwell on that in a cabin in Montana. <laughs> you never see me again. Oh shit. Uh, so yeah. So then the movie comes out next month. So uh, yeah. Yeah, so, that sounds dope, dude. Yeah, I'm like, uh, dude. If I mean, I want to see the movie. It lo- it looks it looks fun. It looks cool. I like to see yeah. Rock as kind of the antihero. Um, but yeah, I, I really want to see that. I want to see the, I want to see Cavill back in the suit. Um, so, which it's funny because like we've had some good Superman that got shit canned because they were in bad movies. Yeah. And, and that's what I think kind of sucks. It's like going, you know, they, they could have gotten that Ralph cat. I think he, I think he could have did a good job. Mm-hmm. I think so the too. The movie was better. That movie was just kind of dumb. Yeah. But, um, Although it did have that one scene where he gets shot in the eye. I thought it was so fucking that cool was so when cool. I first yeah. saw that. All, and it just like kind of bounce off the eye. You're like, oh, and He fuck. just kind of grins at him. And dude's <laughs> like, well, I guess I'm just going to give up. Like, what the fuck? Oh, 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 you're saying we're fucked now? Okay, I'm just going to set the <laughs> gun word? down. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, know, you, you know what, Mr. Superman? Mistakes were made. <laughs> Mistakes were made. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to take full responsibility for my actions today. <laughs> Bro, I I can only imagine if you're like a criminal in a DC universe and Superman's a nice guy. He's even nice to criminal. <laughs> so you're like fucking you're you're robbing a car, you're trying to take the radio, whatever people do now. And you just hear you just feel a strong yet gentle hand on your shoulder. And it's just like I'd immediately be like, I'm done. I'm I'm gonna join the fucking priesthood, bro. <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't even have to you don't even have to look up. Like you just see you just feel the hand and you're just like How fucking you know terrifying. <laughs> I think it's scarier that he's nice. Yeah. Because I don't know why. It just feels like if you're the bad guy anyway, it just feels more terrifying. It's, well it's <laughs> that like he's the, being it's, kind to you. It's like the person that doesn't yell at you. You know they're right. They're pissed. They could snap. Yeah, exactly. There was, a, there was an animated movie that was so good, and um, it was it was Superman against um, I forget who's this British dude. He's a he's a villain who can um control people's minds or something. Aren't all British dudes villains? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and he was being a right asshole, and he's called this whole like anti-establishment. Superman's a bitch, and blah blah blah. And then um, Superman just snaps. And he's like, he goes, you know, usually I have to hold back, but I don't have to hold back with you. 
and he fucking the the worst thing he did some things to scare him or whatever but the worst thing he did is he used his heat vision to destroy the part of his brain that allowed him to do his power oh whoa. like he said it he, he pointed it into his brain and just pointed that part <laughs> and i was like fuck me dude like i wouldn't and the dude was still screaming. I'm like, I don't know. I would have been crying like a baby. I, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. You know, mistakes were made. <laughs> mistakes were made. <laughs> Mrs. Sylvester. <laughs> it's going to be like that, that fucking TikTok. No, wait a minute. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm sorry. Wait. As soon as he takes a step to me, I just start screaming. Ah! <laughs> Telling. He's gonna. He's just gonna like flick a finger at your head. It's gonna boom. <laughs> if you live, if you live in the DC universe, and you see in these heroes flying around, and you decide to be a criminal, you deserve to catch that motherfucking fate. You're an idiot. Okay, it's <laughs> like, like people that say Superman, like Superman. You have a being on the planet Earth that can hear everything. He can hear something happen in China while he's in Indiana. And you're going to rob a bank? You deserve it. Well, it's like those people that bitch about, oh, well, Batman killed these people. It's like they know Batman's there. If they fuck around, (laughs) Batman's to find out. Like, you know, like, are we really like, should we really feel that bad for people being that fucking stupid? Batman doesn't kill people. However, people have died based on the actions of what Batman is doing. Okay? What was that in Batman Begins? I don't have to kill. I, uh, I'm not going to kill you, but I don't have to save you. Exactly. <laughs> and that happens in the comic all the time. He doesn't directly kill anyone, but he knows motherfuckers is dying behind him. And he's like, got to go. <laughs> not my fucking problem. His Apple Watch goes off. Oh, I got a dinner date. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I gotta go fuck a supermodel. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> oh shit. Jeez, oh, that's cool, man. It, Cavill comes back. That's real dope. Yeah. I think he's um. I wouldn't say he's better than any of the greats or anything, but for the modern super, I think that's the best we're gonna get. Yeah. You know, he looks like Superman. <laughs> that kind of sounded like a backhanded compliment. That's the best they're gonna get. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, I'm not saying like, oh, he's better than Reeves. You know, like oh, stupid shit. Like no, that. I know. Because it's different times. You, you yeah. can't, you can't compare them. Yeah. But um, I just can't. I let me phrase it better. I can't think of anyone who would do it better currently. Yeah. I think that sounds better. Yeah, that sounds. Because uh, he, he's, he. I think if they give him. A little bit more to do with um, Clark Kent. I think he'd do a really good job. I mean, I've seen his acting chops. The dude can act. Yeah, he's not just a he's not just a meathead. Um, and Superman, he's he's just Superman. I don't. He looks <laughs> just like Superman. <laughs> like I think I don't know if they started drawing Superman differently or if God drew Henry Cavill differently. I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> He just—I would be just as terrified if I saw Henry Cavill at the spot, and I was fucking up. And listen, mistakes were made, dude. Cavill. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like it's like in that movie Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, you know, Cavill pairs up with Tom Cruise in this movie. Yeah, and uh, that was a good movie. Oh yeah, that fight scene in the bathroom. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you see, you know, Henry Cavill kind of get this like, okay, fuck this shit. And then he kind of cocks each of his arms as he's ready to that guy. That's where it's like if I saw him cock both those arms, like, okay, mistakes wait. were made. Mistakes were yeah. made. Um, you put your hands up. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, <laughs> let's calm down. All right? We don't, no one needs to show off here. You know, gentlemen, we can discuss. Exactly. <laughs> okay. I see some of us were acting a little hot headed. I'm going to take my responsibility for a lot of that. Um, so <laughs> You're talking all kinds of shit. As soon as he does that double cock with the arms, you're like, you know, communication is an important part of any relationship. I think, and I I'm think, trying to open a dialogue with you right now. I think if we verbalize our disagreement, I think it would be a lot more productive. <laughs> Look, let me hand you the talking stick. It would be your turn. <laughs> And you can tell me how you feel. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're a fucking guru and shit. <laughs> Just so you don't catch that fucking ass whooping, bro. Well, I mean, you, you, you turn into a guru so your face at least remains on your head. You know, it's like, Jesus. You know what might be the smartest thing if Henry Cavill's going to fight you? Just knock yourself out. <laughs> Just get, you know, just get out of his way for one. And then you don't have to feel it from him. I'd rather knock myself out. Did you see that TikTok video where this guy that I, I don't know if I sent it to you. I might not have, but this guy was yelling at this other dude and this person sitting in the truck is recording this and this guy's over there talking shit. He's like, you want to go? You want to go with me? Go, you want to go? And he literally bangs his head against the truck and then looks at him and goes, you want to go? You want to go? And then he charges the dude and the dude without the shirt takes one pop. Guy drops like a fucking rock. <laughs> I was like, that would Bro, be... That I would love be, those videos. <laughs> that would be me <laughs> going up against Superman like... Oh. And it's like, I but love, the difference would be is I would like instantly disintegrate when it hit me. That would be. Real. I love when people are just filmed talking so much for no reason. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And it's always to someone being quiet. They're always talking shit to someone. And that's the one you don't talk shit to. Right. It's someone in the restaurant or wherever they're at that's just eating their food, looking at them like, you done? <laughs> Well, yeah. remember, remember like the one I sent you where the, the stepdad called his the kid's friend the N-word? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the kid, kid fucked him up. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? You know you he- could tell that kid was holding on to that. <laughs> they, they, he was waiting for a reason. So yeah. I'd say it. I want you to say it. You know, fucking he, say it. You know, every you day for however many years he's in his room going, just fucking say it. Like, he's just like practicing that moment like ever. This is like a, his brain just went ding, ding, ding. Here we go. <laughs> Who was like I like I had told you he probably says it all the time in private. Yeah, and then the mom is probably like, oh, that's just how he is. He's uh, all that bullshit, bro. That's what I hate. I hate, and I've known so many like quote unquote single moms, and I'm not hating on single mom. My mom is a single mom, but I've known some when I was growing up where they, if they get their new boyfriend for the year, yeah. And that boyfriend could do no wrong. And it's always a fuck up because he doesn't have a job or he treats the kids bad or something like that. And she's always with the excuses. I'm like, oh, my God. Like some people just can't be alone. Like (laughs) you really fuck it up your whole life. I can only imagine how family dinner is after like he knocked the shit out of him. Like he he says something to the kid and then the kid flinches and he's like. like, (laughs) We had one. We had one boy. My mom had one boyfriend who started to do that silly shit and um he was being like just mean like he was being mean to me which i was like whatever i don't care i think i was like 15 and then he was being really mean to my mother 
And my mom wouldn't let me do anything. She's like, I'm handling it. I'm handling it. <laughs> and um, one time he didn't hit her, but he raised that hand. And I jumped up. And I was like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Now, this dude was bigger than me, so I was going to lose the fight. But, you know, I stepped up whatever. Right. And he kind of just shoved me on the couch and called me a bitch and then walked away. I said, Ma, this is what we're doing. And she just, I don't know, she didn't respond. Like, she didn't know what to do. I said, okay, cool. So I waited till he was out of the house. Called my grandfather up. Called my uncles up. They all showed up on the scene. I said, "There, they can handle it." <laughs> she was she was mad at me for a minute, and then like grandpa's like, "Why are you mad at him? Like, how bad was that going to get?" <laughs> okay, mistakes were made. <laughs> my uncle's crazy. My my younger uncle's insane. Like, he showed up with a pipe. He's like, "What's up? What we doing?" I was like, "All right, Cotton, Cotton we ain't killing nobody." <laughs> he comes in with a rug and a shovel. You're like, "Okay, wait a minute. We need to kind of step back." You know, it's my crazy bit. uncle because he gets out the car smiling. <laughs> he's just excited to be involved. <laughs> he's like, "Are we fucking someone up?" <laughs> yeah. So this is where you want somebody to come out like fucking Ray Liotta and Goodfellas with the gun pistol and just like start beating the shit with the butt of the gun. <laughs> but that's my favorite part of that fucking scene. I love that fucking movie. Dude, dude says something says something slick and he he doesn't even bother talking to him. He beats the shit out of him. <laughs> oh man. Um. So a couple new stories I wanted to hit this week. Yeah. G four is being shut down. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not surprised, um, but this is the first I'm hearing it officially. Yeah, because um, it came out today, uh, according to Deadline, who broke the broke it uh, today at uh, this recording Sunday. Um, a memo was sent out to almost everybody uh, that the it just basically the um, they didn't achieve the financial st- stability that they were looking for, um, and. Now, when I said that not everybody got the memo, um, Gerard, the com- um, completionist, found out in a tweet uh, that he no longer had a job. Um, just, That's fucked up because he's a good, he's a cool guy. I watch his shit a lot. Yeah, and uh, and also Emily Rose found out um, by the deadline article on her way home from her grandfather's funeral. So yeah, that, uh, yeah. yeah. But I kind of like when the G4 came back, of course, I was excited. You know, the nostalgia was there and I was seeing what they were doing. And then once the nostalgia wears off, you start going, you're making a TV show just like you did that failed before. And now it's even more difficult to make a show like this because they're talking about information that everyone's already seen already because this news goes quickly you know so they try to make it like an open-ended where you talk about stuff but you had fucking um kevin's cool but he's never on it anymore and he he was supposed to leave anyway but um sessler's just (laughs) he's old and he just he sounds bitter all the time um and then you had the you had a couple of scandals like the whole um her name's frost or something she's always saying something that pisses people off (laughs) um like she had this whole thing where it was like uh girls in gaming and and how gaming's a hostile place or whatever and i thought she was a she was a little she had some points that made sense but the way she put it was kind of silly 
like like it kind of was like oh if you're a woman you should be treated like this fucking delicate flower and get no gaming is a hostile place for the men there too yeah it's a competitive area you know it is what it is <laughs> you know now should you be fucking sexually assaulted on a call of duty no of course not but you're, you people are going to talk shit to you you know if you're if you're playing a competitive shooter someone's going to go oh you fucking suck yeah and and just because you have a vagina doesn't mean you're exempt from that sorry it's the way it is and um she got up in that arms and that and everybody was like because she basically was basically making fun of her fans (laughs) like i was like okay like whatever well i saw i I watched it months. i I saw a uh, tweet that or a comment that said like well that's what you get for shitting on your fans or something like that um yeah that's what they're referring to yeah so yeah and you know this and it was interesting because they had like you know, they were launching on like Fios, Cox, Infinity. Uh, I think Philo was coming, or yeah, you so could stream it on Philo real, and Twitch. They need to make real money. Yeah, for all that. And uh, the thing is, is that like this kind of stuff. And you and I have said it before. It doesn't belong on TV. Like no. you, you can't make this on TV because the audience for it aren't on TV. Even back then, yeah, G four was weird because we were all on the computer. That that was one of the. Th- Things that I, I I realized when I was when I was doing this was like okay so it failed the same way it failed before so we're just repeating ourselves yeah you know pretty much yeah and it's um now G four is basically the grandfather of this shit but the ones that were inspired by them are doing it now more modern and better so like you have like um I think they they didn't even air every day. Like Attack of the Show was on every other day, I think, or maybe just once a week, I think. And it was like they would they did the same shit. Like there was clips. I mean, it was funny, you know, whatever. But they'll have like um, around the net again mm-hmm. where they show videos. And I'm like, you can't do this now. <laughs> like everyone's already seen these videos. Right. You know, and it's um, it sucks because they had some talent on there. I mean, there was definitely some people that I liked, some of the new ones. And but the problem is, is you you had in the beginning all the old heads like myself that came in, and then you know once the nostalgia wears off, and then you only had two of the old school people, and then they felt stopped showing up, and then you're kind of like okay, and then you don't want to watch it no more. And I don't think they could grab really the newer audience very well because well, no one really knew what it was like. To, it, well, like, they're on Twitch, so I guess they're streamers, and they were decent streamers. Like they got like um, up to six thousand or something, you know, whatever, and that's pretty good to stream. But when you have to pay the bills at fucking, like they're doing a whole production, right? So it's it's they're not gonna make enough money. Because I was trying to remember if they were, I'm not sure if they were on YouTube TV or they're on both of Pluto, because I remember they had a de- their dedicated channel. And oh, Pluto. They were on Pluto. They were on Pluto. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember that every time I went to that channel, I always caught the same fucking show no matter what time of day. And it was just a, like a, a role-playing game show. And I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. It's like any time of day I get it. And that's the show I'd catch all the time. And I'd be like, oh, for fuck's sake, dude. Where's like Attack of the Show or something and else? And also, you know? too, they had like- Where are my cops reruns? You know? Like, <laughs> for real. They had like, um, like perfect example, The Completionist, right? Um, he makes, I don't know if you've ever seen in his videos on YouTube, 
makes amazing content. Like his main thing is he'll he'll play he completes a game a hundred percent, but he'll get like an old school game, um, and he completes it a hundred percent. He'll but he discusses the entire history behind the game. He does like a a deep dive review of the game and all kinds of shit. Like it's amazing, you know. He's he's got real high production value, and then they put him on G four and they just sit him on a couch. <laughs> it's like give him a show. Right. you're you're wasting talent here and then they had um another one scott scott was or whatever he was supposed to be on there and they just re-ran his videos from youtube um <laughs> the uh the code miko chick the digital oh right, the, right she was never i think she was on there once like it's like they didn't, didn't they make a big deal about her being on there yeah because she was supposed to be on there she was on like in one skit and even in the skit, the joke was, aren't I supposed to be here more? Like, when do I start? <laughs> um, it's It was it was kind of a – the cool, they had Avali May on there who's so fucking funny. And um, her running gag was she's she's a huge anime nerd. And for some – she even said it on the show once. She's like, they don't want to do anything with anime. I'm like, why? Why in 2022 you have a gaming geek network? You don't want to have a segment on anime. Well, the thing was is that, and from what I've gathered, the company that the, the this division of Comcast that they did is not towards this market. And again, this is what happens when you get to this stuff: is that you fail because you put it in the wrong hands. The yeah. people that do this, I think their big areas were like esports and and something else, but nothing really into gaming. And I'm thinking, like, that's the problem that you have. You you have these people who aren't into it. Well, then also there was something going on where they had an esports, um, like, news thing with uh, Frost and Avali May. It was pretty good. Um, but they couldn't show a lot of stuff because they said they didn't have the rights. I'm like, how does the news do it? Yeah. Like – it was. It's weird. Like the rights management for this stuff is is all over the fucking place, and it it was like they had to cancel that show because they could never show anything. And it, <laughs> we're going like, to describe to you what the what's going on on the screen, <laughs> right? And then also too with esports, it's esports. It's not if you can't show it, there ain't really much to talk about. You right. you're just saying who won. Yeah. Like there's you know what I mean. You you can't. Esports are incredibly hard to follow if you're not really into it. Like I'm not super into esports. I'll catch, I'll catch some sometimes. Especially I'll watch the Magic the Gathering tournaments and stuff like that. Um, with the when they're playing the game, like the digital game. But that's different because it's slow, and I know what they're doing. But when you watch like an esports thing for like Call of Duty, it's so fucking frantic and it's changing to every person and it's like you got to be into this shit to fucking know what's happening yeah you know and it's 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 a weird thing but like yeah i mean we don't we don't need to beat a dead horse much like they tried to do um <laughs> it's you know i it's i would say it's sad but i kind of knew it was going to happen months ago yeah to be I, honest. from from what i was gathering and what i was reading and stuff like that i, I figured it seems like it was going to go that way um so we finally found out the much alluded to uh, Netflix support, uh, ad supported tier, mm -hmm. or as they call it, basic with ads. Like, I was like, dude, could you even be more demeaning? Basic. You're a basic bitch. Because <laughs> they're trying to upsell you already. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're going to give you the most demeaning. Yeah, you're basic. 
with ads. That's all what they need to put is with ads. They don't even need to <laughs> add basic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like whack ass tier with ads. <laughs> you know, like fucking Jesus, dude. Just why is it? Why is it called WAP? It's whack ass bitch. That's that's the tier that you're on. <laughs> Uh, so we found out that the tier is going to be available November third at twelve p.m. Eastern time. So okay, well, are we doing? Are we doing a launch party? Or? I know it's like going. Oh, are we gonna? Are we gonna have this like countdown to when the site crashes when people go ahead? And, I'm excited. You know, uh, um, seven bucks a month, uh, which is basically half their you know their more popular, um, a little more than half the cost of their popular one. Um, it's going to be launched in 12 countries, which is the U.S., U.K., Australia, Brazil, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, Mexico, South Korea, and Spain. Keep the in mind, keep, keep in mind, the basic plan is not in the countries they blame for password sharing. So <laughs> <laughs> I just want to kind of throw that out there to kind of show you what this little like. Oh, look at this ball! This is actually has nothing to do with this one over here. Right. So the most important thing that people want to know are about the ads. So, according to uh, Engadget, they are saying that they that the ads will initially be fifteen to thirty second spots that'll play both before and during the show, and the ads will total about four to five minutes per hour. And I'm thinking, well, you know, four ad breaks. I mean, you do like, I mean, that's maybe a little excessive, but it depends, you know, for. An hour is like going maybe three ad breaks, you know, but but if you count the one before the before, which is common, because even, you know, for like HBO Max and Peacock and stuff like that, anytime you start, there's always an ad in the front before you get into it. Yeah, so yeah. Um, even with well, Amazon, honestly, that's like the the ad I hate the least. Yeah, the one before. The one that's kind of like, you're not in anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For, for me, it's kind of like, okay, I'm still getting my shit as I'm laying down on the couch and then just have to play through the ad. Um, so yeah, so that's the first thing. Now, the limitations are that we go. you won't be able to stream any higher than 720p resolution. Okay. Um, and you won't have access to their entire library. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Because and you know, you know, the part that you won't have access to is the part you want right exactly <laughs> if you like the netflix shit you'll be fine you'll be fine you'll get all the netflix brand stuff because apparently there's licensing issues that they said that they're trying to they're trying to uh fix so they're working on lifting those content restrictions because apparently it's a licensing issue which to me doesn't make any sense because no, it's like it's- okay you're on a service that you're paying for it's not like it's going free tier if it was going on a free tier i'd understand you know, because these contents are meant to be paid, so why? But I just, I don't get that. So, I don't know. There may be some legalese in there that's like, this show can only be shown in 1080p or 4K. <laughs> some weird shit. Some, it's always some weird shit yeah. going on. It's something that somebody threw in there and everybody doesn't even know about. Even the lawyers are like, yeah. what the fuck is this about? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, that's going to be it from the get-go. So, now, I, I have a piece on the on the website talking about this. So, if you have, if you don't have a giant TV, like a 50 inch or higher, 720 isn't going to look any different. Um, wow. it's going to look fine. And if you use mostly on laptops and streaming, I know everybody's like, I want 4K. Fuck you. You're not going to notice a fucking difference. Okay. 
much less you're going to probably have faster streaming time. I can probably you're not going to notice the difference. See, people, people are dumb. So my vision is not that great. Everyone knows this. Okay, I've seen a stark difference when you're watching a 4K Blu-ray right. versus 4K streaming. Oh yeah, because and I have really good internet. Like I have the most expensive internet that my internet provider can give me, and it's still it's gonna tone it down because that streaming that big of a file is a is a chore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. so because we have 4K um, Netflix, and on the one TV that I used to have that was 4K for my fucking cat broke it. <laughs> um, you never you couldn't tell a difference because of the streaming aspect of it. Right, it's foolishness. Like it's. The only time you can really tell 4K is when you got that Blu-ray in there. Yeah, that's when it's crispy, crispy. Um, so, so yeah. I mean, I my vision isn't that good either. I thought this one. I swear to God, one time I was watching TV and I go, that, that chick looks a little weird. Um, that naked chick looks a little weird. Then found out it was a naked guy with a duck on his head. Okay, so I was like, okay, you know, maybe I need to upgrade this prescription. Um, <laughs> but so that's really kind of the limitation that we have at this point that they're telling us now there's always going to be shit that we're going to find out oh we don't have this and then you're going to find out well actually we didn't have this now because of whatever um so you know uh i think if i decide to go back to netflix i I may do the ad supported tier see how that is and then decide from there now if you're going to sit there and and these are the people that i know that are going to bitch about it uh, seven twenty, really Netflix? I gotta pay seven bucks for seven twenty, and then it's gonna be like, then fucking just pay the fifteen and shut the fuck up. Yeah, like, then fuck off. Yeah, you know it's like I've uh, we've we've cut a lot of services. Um, we have Hulu that I pay for. My wife loves Hulu, so we have Hulu. Um, because she likes to watch old sitcoms. And um, Netflix, my sister-in-law pays for, so we have that. But I, I don't think we have anything else. I have, um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. We cut HBO because it's just getting a little too expensive. Um, and I only like HBO when I'm watching something. And then once I'm not watching that thing, I don't want it anymore. So... It's just too expensive, man. I'd for, I want to go back to paying for cable. I know we complained <laughs> about it, but fuck. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I have uh, right now. I have HBO Max and Peacock. I have, but I paid them for a year, and that was because they had special deals. So yeah. I was like, going, okay, cool. I mean, I got Peacock for a year for twenty bucks. So I was like, going, okay. Um, so I did that. I actually kind of dig Peacock more because I got that ad supported tier. Not bad at all. Like it's actually. I, when I see an ad, I'm thinking, okay, here we go. And then like after a second, it's like, it's over. I'm like, oh shit, okay. Um, and then I have um, Paramount Plus. I still have because I actually watch a bit more than Star Trek, even though I want to start watching that Beavis and Butthead shit again because those video, because I didn't realize that Beavis and Butthead were going to commentary on modern videos. Yeah, so that's cool. That's like... <laughs> I wonder all, if that's all an of our thing all of our cheerleaders are it. all of our cheerleaders are hotter and pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> so, I want I want I wonder if it's um Mike Judge is doing it. Is he doing it? Because yeah. it was it was on a real line of I couldn't find the source of it. Well, it was like they, yeah, they were re-uploading it from from that. But and yeah. I couldn't find the where they were 
actually seeing it from. So it was kind of weirded me out. But um, you actually just reminded me I just canceled my Funimation free trial. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Uh, all right. So. Oh, you added one. Oh, I did. So um, this was just interesting. I was going to read this article uh, real quick, but basically, actually, I really need to have to have to read the whole thing. But the two NES uh, Nintendo Entertainment System um, <laughs> for you purists out there, <laughs> yeah, games that had never been seen before um, have gone up for auction um, recently. So. Uh, these are currently two separate, totally unrelated auctions on eBay right now for NES games that were never released in commercial form nor subsequently digitized to be played on an emulator. Um, they are unknown and, for the most part, unplayed, and they have um, piqued the interest of Video Game History Foundation founder and co-director Frank Cafaldi, uh, who is seeking help in preserving the two games at auction. Ba- Battlefields of Napoleon, a real-time strategy game released in japan as napoleon senki and scanners an unknown game possibly a demo or prototype built by the nintendo power glove accessory what Uh, i know (laughs) the iconic rudimentary um motion controller from 1980 you don't have to add it it's from the 80s we know you don't have to add rudimentary (laughs) disrespectful okay now you're playing with power you're over here bullshit um now you know the the guy the guy's hearing this he's going okay mistakes were made but uh you know i i take responsibility for what i said (laughs) right so now that they got um they had a little screenshot from the um napoleon senki game and it's it's a pretty basic game um the uh but this is kind of crazy because i mean this the nes out of all the consoles that have been emulated you thought every fucking game that they they're making new games for the nes for roms you know rom hacks and stuff like that so it's kind of crazy that two um new games so this is just a bunch of people talking about it so i don't really need to um bring that up i do hope that screenshot of napoleon senki it's, <laughs> it's rough um just a, just a I, little bit <laughs> so the the more interesting one to me is scanners um, so there's a quote here. It says, Scanners was never an announced product, um, Kvalti said. Yes, it was at CES, um, but that that doesn't mean it was out on the exhibit floor. I believe it was likely only shown in private meetings. Show coverage from that time is actually pretty good, and it was never mentioned. I believe this cartridge is merely a demo meant to gauge interest, not a full game. It was probably like a test demo to show yeah. investors the glove and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You yeah. know what I mean? I see the um, other quote here. It's like, it's easy to make fun of Power Glove and throw out a meme from the <laughs> wizard or whatever, but I, do, I don't think we ever saw its potential because it's just never had the software support. Being able to see another game truly designed for it might bring us a little closer to understanding what it could have been. Cifaldi yeah, said. the 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 Power Glove was ahead of its time. It's the Wii honest. U of the '80s. It really is. It it was way ahead of its time. They didn't know they they made this thing, and Nintendo does this a lot. They make a thing and go, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> like, and they made a couple of games for it. I've played one game for it. I forget what game was, and it's very. It's just not intuitive. Like you can't really figure out what you're doing. You feel cool when you're wearing it. 
my friend has one and almost once a month I tell him you should let me hold that real quick. You know, let me let me take that <laughs> off you. Um why does it got jizz all over it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I'm like, you don't even fucking respect it anyway cuz you got it packed away in your garage. I'd have it displayed as it should be. <laughs> He's like, it's mine, Adam. I'm like, whatever, you fucking bitch. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is uh, this is this is kind of cool. Big day for um, enthusiasts of retro games. I really do hope whoever purchases it at least lets someone um, hold it, upload a ROM, oh, and doesn't pull that fucking like that dude about the Wu Tang album wouldn't let anyone listen to it. Oh, like, I know, right? It, um. But yeah, I don't even know if the Power Glove works on emulated systems. Well, somebody's then got to make it, so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I'm sure it does. You know what I just realized? Um, or I, There's a emulator set that I use, and um, they just recently added the ability to use light guns on LCD screens. I go, how the oh. fuck does that work? So I need to look into that because um, I I got Duck Hunt and I'm gonna play Duck Hunt with that fucking Dreamcast gun. You <laughs> pop, 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 pop. Fuck that damn duck. <laughs> oh, shit. Duck and kiss my ass. <laughs> All right. So as we usual, as we close out each episode, we are back with our douchebags of the week. So my douchebag, if you live in LA, shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Actually, even if you don't live in LA, because this, this actually, the news of this actually was so big that it actually made, uh, national news. It's the Los Angeles City Council. Um, I'm going to read the article here, and this one comes from NPR, because we're better than you. Um, an anonymous, anonymously leaked audio, re- uh, recording of crude racist remarks and political scheming that led to the resignation of the Los Angeles City Council president and a powerful labor leader left behind a mystery. Who made the tape and why? The posting of the year-old recording on the website Reddit it, um, in, it, in the run-up to November's midterm elections raised obvious suspicions of political motive. Much of the hour-long private conversation among several council members and the head of the Los Angeles County Federation of Labor, all Latino Democrats, centered on fortifying their clout in a realignment of council districts, and it's now prompted a state investigation. The recording was made in a meeting room inside the headquarters of the politically influential labor group, also known locally as the Fed, but it's not known who the the recording was made during the, or not known how, sorry, uh, how the recording was made during a small gathering of friends or even who was in the room. It's blatantly obvious this was an insider job, said Mark Gonzalez, who heads the Los Angeles County Democratic Party and believes that most likely targets of the unknown person who were recording the meeting was Federation President Ron Herrera. Herrera has since resigned. Formal Council President Nuri Martinez, the first Latina to hold the post, resigned Wednesday after President Joe Biden joined a chorus of officials calling on those involved to step down. Martinez was recorded in the conversation as saying the white, that white council member Mike Bonin handled his young black son as if he were a quote-unquote accessory and used derogatory terms in describing both of them, the Los Angeles Times reported on, Saturday, on Sunday. At another point in the hour-long uh, recording, she called the indigenous immigrants from the Mexican state of Oaxaca tan feos, or so ugly, the 
conversation also included crass and bigoted comments about Jews, Armenians, and other groups. Uh, the source of the tape, quote, is a parlor game going on all over town, said former Los Angeles County Supervisor Zevier Slavsky, and it may never be solved. Two of the other council members who attended the meeting remain out of public view on Friday, Gil Cedillo and Kevin DeLeon, holding their seats despite mounting pressure to resign. No one at the meeting has spoken publicly about the possible source of the recording. Um, this kind of goes on a little bit. But what they left out in this one was that um, the context, the what Martinez said about Bonin's kid, she called him Bonin. an accessory, and then said the derogatory term. The derogatory term was she called him a monkey. Well, yeah, so she said that he was... Um the kid was running around like a monkey and I check on my wife. So my wife's a native Spanish speaker. I said, is this a lost in translation thing? She goes, well, I mean, in Spanish, we, they, she goes in Spanish, we do call kids say they look like they're running around like monkeys, just like they do in English, but just like they do in English, they know better when it's a black kid. You don't yeah. say that because <laughs> it's a derogatory term. I said, okay, so this woman's just a racist. She goes, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. Because, you know, you never know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you, if you don't know the language, it could be a little, little something different. But no, she's just a bitch. Yeah. Um, and so. th- um, I, did, uh, I did an episode on this on how'd we get here because I talk about Latino and, well, Mexican and, and black relations have never, have never been the best. Um, and that I had mentioned that some of the cons, because I take, the LA Times posted eight minutes of that hour long conversation. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, the LA Times broke the, broke the seal on that shit. Yeah. And I took, I basically got that recording and just kind of cut it up and ordered it in basically the way I wanted to talk about it and play each comment. So basically the whole clip is available, but just segmented. And, um, I kind of made a comment is like, you know, this kind of conversation, if you're Mexican, you've heard your theists talking this way. Like the way they spoke about how she wanted to take the kid around the corner, you know, the kid needed to be beat down. She'd take the kid around the corner and bring him back. I was like, that's shit you hear at a that gathering. That kind of shit doesn't bother me, though. That's just that's just parents talking. It's the racist shit that's yeah. the problem. You know what I mean? Like the whole like somebody take that kid whoop his ass. Like that's <laughs> that's normal shit. <laughs> but the fact that but, she know, called him a monkey before. Yeah. But and and one of the things that I I, I was kind of. One of the things I was actually the the one thing that that got me was the Oaxaca oh, um, the Oaxaca's comment where I was just like going damn she just straight up called them like the way she was like where did these people come from like you know they you know and then calling them ugly you people and stuff like that I was like what's funny is my um so my wife confirmed that 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 is an issue sometimes in the Hispanic community but mm-hmm. also my my mom's ex husband is Mexican he hated immigrants. Mm-hmm. He called them every racist name under the sun. He was special because he was Mexican American. Yeah, and and I remember I confronted him on. I'm like, you sound stupid. <laughs> like you, your father is an immigrant. He built the house that you're in. Like, what's the matter? He goes, no. And he would use the term. Yeah, I'm gonna use the term just to tell the story. But he'd say wetbacks, this and that. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Like, and and where I come from, no one thinks that. Like, I don't think my ancestors in Ireland were trash, potato eating monsters. You know, like it's so mean, fucking weird, dude. I mean, they were, but that's different. But you know, well, you know. yeah. No, uh, <laughs> but I'm but, also but, that. <laughs> you know, so. But see, the thing was, is that you know, and I had always, I had always said this, and this was something that my brother and I talked about, is that you know, people think that that racism, and I'm when I mean people, I mean 
the general social media kind of people think that yeah, racism yeah. racism is only white against everyone else. There is racism within the communities. There's like like Adam said, like the you know, um, and this was something you know my brother and I used to say. There's there's Mexicans and then there's wetbacks. You yeah. know, there's black people and then there's the N words. You know, there's 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 subsets within that that look down on. So and my brother was kind of the same way. My brother was kind of like the you know he looked down on on the immigrants that came over here. So, and, and I know quite a few others that were born here that have this look of like, look, I live in a nicer house. I do this stuff like that. Why can't you do that? That's kind of the, the, the idea. And yeah, cause they're on step 15 and that person's on step two. Right. Exactly. You know? And that was the one thing that, that was something that, you know, that I don't think it's covered enough. It doesn't get spoken about enough because it's well, like now it's trying to get swept under the rug now because now people are trying to push the narrative that it's only possible to be racist if you're Caucasian. Right. Which yeah. is retarded. <laughs> like that doesn't make any sense. Which is something because, that I even said when people are like when black people say like I can't be racist because I'm oppressed. I'm like, fuck you, bullshit. You, you know, it's like you can be racist just like everyone else. The human race is naturally racist and classist. That is how it works. And the only way I'll, I'll, I'll agree is you can't be systemically racist towards yourself, I guess, if you want to fucking nitpick. But the problem is, is that people don't realize that the economic system is, is pretty colorblind. <laughs> if you have money, no one gives a fuck where you're from. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's silliness. And I, I've, I've, I've heard so many times, I can't speak from firsthand, of course, but I've, I've, Heard so many times from um, from black people either on TV or just firsthand or, or Hispanics as well that the most racism they encounter is within their own community. Oh yeah, um, and it's like it just doesn't have the. I guess it doesn't have the same. It's not like they're being denied for a loan or something. Yeah, because that's the one thing that but, you know from from being Mexican and and being as some would say. You know, as white people used to say, it's like, oh, my gosh, you're very articulate. You're very, you know, you're you're not like them. And the thing is, is that, you know, when you get that, that's a backhanded compliment that they're, yeah. that they're giving you there. But from the other side, you know, it's like co- I'm called coconut. You know, it's just like going, oh, you're a sellout. You want to be white and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, but I don't go around saying it. No, um. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no. you definitely hear that in the black community too. Yeah. If you yeah. have someone who's black and they don't speak like they're from the hood or whatever, it's like, oh, you're a sellout, Uncle Tom, this right. and that. And it's like because he can pronounce things. Like it's it's so weird. It's the same thing like with education. It's oh, you think you're smarter than me because you went to school. But it's not just it's not just minorities either. Where I'm from, if if you don't if if you speak real articulate, like they're gonna go, oh, you fucking you educate the fuck out, of, you know. And see, it's, that's it's the, an economic classist. That's thing. the thing. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like that's the thing. Is like everybody's stuck on the racism thing, and it's like going, no, it's actually a class thing. Yeah, it's racism like, exists, but nine times out of ten, when people are complaining about racism, it's actually classism. Yeah, they just don't. They can't tell the difference because because they've been trained by media. You know, yeah. that it's race, because not Because the class. powers that be are the ones pulling the strings <laughs> when it comes to classism. So they want you to think everyone hates you because your skin's darker than theirs. Exactly. It really it really isn't the case for most people. The only people that actually hate other people for the color of their skin are people that have no power in anything. It's just random dumbass motherfuckers that don't give a shit. Yeah. like Or incredibly old people. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, whatever it's it's um, 
it is what it is. It, I, I've given up. I, no one, no one's going to work it out. Yeah. Everyone thinks that they're oppressed or now even white people are oppressed. Everybody's oppressed, you know? And I'm like, you know, think, if you I, get I out of that victim mentality for long enough to fucking, you know, do something about your situation. I think white people need to understand they're not oppressed. They're depressed. <laughs> right. There's a difference. <laughs> There's a difference. Why had somebody, somebody tell me we were, this is back when I was working at Chase. It was a couple of years back. And he was saying this, like, white people are the most oppressed race. Oh God almighty. Blah, blah, blah. And I go, you know how, you know why that's crazy? And he's like, what? I'm like, white isn't a race. <laughs> it's fucking nuts, isn't it? <laughs> and I go, what? And I started explaining the whole like white, ism or whatever it's, it's a made-up thing like race in general is just a made-up thing it's not something that anyone worried about hundreds of years ago until europeans invented it i actually found out recently the portuguese invented the concept of whiteness oh yes yeah i um we must have read the same we must have read the same yeah. thing because yeah the portuguese so look at the portuguese if you're upset because they're the ones that came up with it because they were saying that they were talking about that and um that there were wealthy it because it it, it it had to deal with africa is what i remember yeah because back then africa had a lot of wealthy nations in it right right that that were that were pulling some fucking strings bro mm-hmm and they were like, oh, well, um, yeah, but your skin's dark. Like it literally was that. Yeah. Like it literally was like, well, how can we convince other people we're better? And it was their – I think the it was like their only unique characteristic <laughs> was <laughs> that their skin was lighter. <laughs> it's like they just made it up on the spot. Fucking Portuguese. Like, <laughs> back, then, back then, there were slaves back then. It was more common of every color. It didn't matter. It was because you were fucking poor. Yeah, you were. It was. It's always money, always money, and people don't realize they don't see it. Racism exists. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say racism's fake. You know what I mean? But like I said, nine. I tell my kids nine times out of ten when someone says something's racist, it's it's classist. It's they just don't they don't realize it. Yeah, they've just been trained by the people that are preventing everybody from understanding right. that it's classist, that it's actually classist. I mean, do you see how fast, and this is starting to dabble into conspiracy theories, but I always find it funny. Like when the Black Lives Matter thing was happening, those who yelled the loudest were the Democrat. They were like, yeah, do you fuck, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't like you because you're black. You know what I mean? And then the Republicans are yelling in the opposite direction, but it's, it's this why are you you would trying to piss everyone off you know like it started off as as a as a regular protest for police brutality which should have happened because the police in this country are trash for the most part but the media and the government were like fucking throwing coals on that shit like to make it this giant thing. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Then come to find out that the leader of Black Lives Matter like organization was stealing money anyway to buy houses. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. Like, what's happening? Well, that's, that, that's the whole thing. I mean, it's just like, that's why the political... It's always money. Yeah, it's because, you know, they want to go, oh, okay, you know, yeah, it's this because racism is a problem they can't solve. Classism is a problem you can solve. Racism is a problem that will solve itself eventually if people stop fucking worrying about it. That's the thing. 
And I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm just saying like – and this is hot take. Why not? Um, if I to, I tell my kids. My kids are half Hispanic, right? And they've they've run into little things, you know, people calling them half and half and all kinds of weird shit. And I go, you know what you do when you, you, you come across racism? You fucking ignore it and keep doing what you were doing. Like who gives a fuck if some kid called you a fucking half and half? Tell him, tell him come over here and drink this fucking coffee. Grab your dick. Do that. Who cares? <laughs> you know? Don't dwell on stupid shit. I said it's different if someone – now, like I said, systemic racism, racism are kind of two different things. Systemic racism is different because now you have a system that is in the way of you operating in society. That's different. That's something we need to discuss and we need to start sorting that the fuck out if that's still an issue in some areas of the country. But just general races, like someone calling you a name, who fucking cares? Who really fucking cares? (laughs) You know what I mean? You know how many fucking racial slurs I was called back home on a daily basis? Who fucking cares? Well, being called an asshole isn't a racial... I thought thought Mick was my name. (laughs) (laughs) Who fucking cares? You know? And like I said... I'm separating racism, the general racism you deal with day and day, and systemic. Systemic's different. Systemic's evil. Like if if there's a if there's a, like a system in place that's beating you down because of the color of your skin, well, fuck that. Let's tear that the fuck down. But people get caught up too much on that silly shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm I'm oppressed, so I can't do anything. I'm like, you sounds like you're oppressing yourself. <laughs> but whatever. I'm I'm white, so nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an opinion. So. so what's your douchebag of the week? It's funnier than the last one. <laughs> um, this one's this one caught me off guard. It's short. I'm just going to read it. But um, police it, police in Germany said Friday they detained a man for resisting arrest and biting a service dog. <laughs> um, is this like officers- the is this like the impossible C- CEO that went ahead and bit a guy's nose? Bro, this honestly sounds like Germany just got um, bath salts. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Officers were called to a dispute between two 29-year-old men – or no, between two 29-year-old men and a 35-year-old woman. Okay, so it's three people. In the western town of Ginshein, or Ginsheim Gustaberg. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Um, shortly after midnight. But full disclosure, I don't care if I pronounced that wrong. <laughs> so make sure to put that out there too. Um, the trio acted in an, quote, extremely aggressive and uncooperative fashion, uh, police said in a statement. Officers were only able to overpower one of the men by using massive physical force. Now, this is obviously being translated. No one says massive physical force. But mm-hmm. that kind of makes me think they were on drugs. Um, in the course of resisting arrest, the 29-year-old man also bit a police dog. That also <laughs> makes you feel like he was on drugs, um, the statement said, adding that the canine did not sustain any injury. The dog shit don't give a fuck. Get the fuck out of here with whack-ass human teeth. Um, meanwhile, the 35-year-old. The dog's looking at him going, you want to play? You want to play? <laughs> it's, it's like, listen, I'm on I'm on the clock. <laughs> I can take this badge off. Homie. You can get it. Um, meanwhile, the 35-year-old woman injured a police officer with a punch in the face. Um, <laughs> all three were detained and spent the rest of the night in jail to sober up. Germany is very kind because if that happened in America, they wouldn't be just spending a night in the drunk tank 
for all that fucking silly shit. Right. But um, when you go out and you're having a good time, that's fine. Everybody deserves it. If you're having a good time to the point that you do something like this, you need to reevaluate your priorities. Because <laughs> Jesus. First of all, <laughs> punching a police officer is kind of funny. That's a, that's a funny like story later. It's not a funny story that you bit a dog. No one's going to find that funny. People are like, what? You bit a dog. <laughs> like, why would you do that? But yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, it's funny because, uh, you know, uh, when I when we heard about that, uh, the CEO CEO or one of the execs from Impossible Impossible Meat that bit some guy's nose in an altercation, I was watching the Daily Show and the guy goes, "Wow, when they have a cheat day, man, they really have a cheat day." Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's like, it's like, what you, what the dog do? Like, what you biting the dog for? <laughs> the dog probably was like helping detain that. I bet you the dog probably found something on him, like found some drugs or something like that. You know, right? It sounds like the German police force doesn't disclose everything like we do. <laughs> Not like Florida, <laughs> like Florida. <laughs> yeah, like here, here it's like we found this many ounces of this on them, blah, blah, blah. They don't, I guess Germany's just like, these motherfuckers was acting weird. <laughs> but we handled it, you know? <laughs> like, okay. Thanks for tuning in. We have no ads so we can be editorially independent and we can only do that with your support. So if you'd like to donate to make this podcast and all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network self-sustaining, you can go to thelazygeeks.com and click on that donate button. If you can't help us out monetarily, you (laughs) can share the show with your friends, rate the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can. This will give us bigger exposure. All of this helps. Trust me. Never trust somebody who says trust me. And you can check out all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network, The Away Team, which is our Star Trek-centric podcast. We recap each episode of Trek in Canonical Order with a bit of a twist. And you can find it pretty much wherever you found this one. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up with comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes. Catch us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under at the Lazy Geeks, or email us, themailbag at thelazygeeks.com. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we're thinking, so you don't have to.